This call is being recorded. Good morning, team. Thank you so much for jumping on the call this morning. Uh, pre-recorded uh, message today from Key Biscayne, Florida. I'm doing it this morning early before the day gets started. Thank you for your patience with me. I'm excited about today's call. It fits right in to with what I'm doing uh, currently this weekend. Um, it's called a life hack I wished I learned earlier. Uh, before I get into that, though, I want to remind you that my professional purpose is to help you, the broker, optimize your productivity and help you become the best version of yourself. Why? Because happy brokers sell more real estate. I do that by helping you handle challenges and opportunities that you face every single day. If you can effectively manage certain situations that arise on a daily basis in your business, you'll be more productive and live a life that is the best version of you. And like I said, if there was ever a call that represents my purpose, it's this week's Monday Morning Pep Talk. I want to introduce you to a life hack I've recently added that will help you survive the craziness of this industry you undoubtedly experience throughout the year. This simple annual planning process can provide you the necessary downtime required to thrive personally and professionally. And I wish I would have used it much earlier in my life. But before we go into the detail, I want to lay out what I know is true most of the time about real estate brokers and the business owners and business owners in general. Um, we're nuts. Let's call it what it is. We're borderline addicted to the dopamine drip that each contract, closing date, transaction gives us. And it's that gear that allows us to stay with it over the long haul. It's hard to explain to others, even our spouses and best friends who are not in the industry. Number two, most brokers suck at living and and in most case, most cases put every one, put it over everything and everyone else, right? Um, we put our businesses over everything and everyone else some of the times, right? Being in a service in industry, we are programmed to assist others before thinking about ourselves. Uh, number three, most brokers wear hustle as a badge of honor, despite those closest to us telling us to slow down, right? Number four, if not intentional about it, most brokers plan travel and downtime once we are burnt out, okay? Once we are burnt out. Number five, we work, we work on most every vacation, okay? It's not uncommon unless tempered to have throughout our normal lives to have dinners interrupted by time-sensitive negotiations. You know, you talk to uh, kids that grew up in real estate families, and that's one thing they'll remember. And uh, just an unfortunate part of what we do is time-sensitive communications. Number six, real estate brokers get paid what we get paid because few can do what we do consistently over a long period of time. Less than 10% of brokers make it through their first year. Now, none of this will change without intentional effort on our part, and we know it. It was the book Rest, written by Alex Sujung Kim Pang, that made me realize that creating downtime was an essential 
part of high performance. You know, I kind of always knew it. You know, I knew I wanted it, but it wasn't until I read that book where stats were brought in that made me realize how important rest and downtime is. Now, most real estate brokers and entrepreneurs just don't know the how. And, you know, here's some ideas that I've used to get better at managing the pressures of the business. And yes, managers and leaders deal with this too. You know, I work five, six, seven days a week, most weeks, and rarely do I get calls when things are going great for one of my, for one of my team members. We are the ER doctors for our industry. Now, here are my thoughts on how to move towards living a life and running a business that is more enjoyable. Number one, you've got to be self-aware. Brace who you are. Make the decision to be more proactive about what your mind and body can take before you start to get a before you start to get a negative return on the time you're putting in. Number two, take note of your daily, weekly, quarterly, and annual quote unquote rhythms. And what that means is is that you really got to look at the ups and downs through each week, you know, through the day, the weeks, the quarters, and the year. Find out like what time of the year you have more activity versus less. Take notes on that and really study that so that you can plan what I'm going to talk about later in more detail, right? So number three, plan your days, weeks, months, quarters, and years in advance, in advance. Um, this is so important. Number four, if you're not intentional about your life planning, don't be surprised if you are in a constant state of overwhelm. Let me say that again. If you are not intentional about your life planning, don't be surprised if you are in a constant state of overwhelm. So here's some further, further detailed thoughts. Everyone needs at least one hour of me time each day. I would not be who I am without my morning ritual. It's the only time I have for myself. All hell breaks loose at about 8 a.m. every day and for, and for most of the day until into the evening. Um, do you work seven days a week? That's not overly smart. Take one day a week where you don't take appointments and you try to take time off or your mind off of business. Now, we're in the spring market. I know that's really hard. But let me tell you, if you can at least get a half day in there, full day to work on yourself, work on your on the errands that you need to take care of, the personal things that you need to take care of, it will help you power down a little bit and get you through the rest of the week. Um, number three, quarterly, as part of the 12-week year, the 13th week of the quarter should be used to celebrate review and relaunch. Take this week seriously. Get off site, get out of your routine and plan accordingly for the next quarter. You know, um, I think just in the 12-week year process alone, you've got four weeks in the year where you should be intentional about uh, powering down uh, part of that week, okay? Number four, on an annual basis, Plan out your vacations and downtime in advance based on your annual business rhythms. We talked about that a little bit earlier, but look when you're going to be the most busy, okay? And and uh, see how those ry rhythms run throughout the year. 
and plan those vacations strategically. I don't think anybody can really go, in my opinion, you know, more than about six to eight weeks without at least a two to three, four day long weekend to get away. I really don't. So you got to plan those in strategically. Okay. Let me give you some examples of what has worked um, for brokers who are successful at at this. Now, again, all ba- this is all going to be based on your markets, and uh, these tips will be based on a Chicago market where 60% of our volume is generated in March, April, May, and June. So Chicago agents, um, plan all of your spring listing launches, if you can, to go live right around February 1. We've always talked about that Super Bowl time frame. Um, you know, it was harder this year because everybody was right out of the gate. but you know, try at least mid to late January at a minimum. Take the month of January, you know, at least some time in there um, to recharge from the holidays. Let's face it, coming out of the holidays, you need a vacation because <laughs> for a lot of us, it's crazy. Um, and, you know, if you can't uh, get away, uh, plan to do some personal downtime locally. Uh, what's nice about travel in January is that. The public doesn't normally travel in January because most everyone is back and the kids are most, you know, mostly back in school. Um, so your options for, you know, your travel options are going to be plentiful. So really look at that month of January. Be strategic about it. I've seen, I'm seeing more and more agents take that month of January and extend their holidays. And, uh, don't get started with their spring listings until mid to late January and into February. If you have children, President's Day weekend or winter break is a time that should be scheduled way in advance. Again, that's the weekend we're on right now. Um, Four-day weekends can be super effective in February to escape the cold, have a change of scenery, and recharge. Um, I have realized that for me, four day trips are my favorite. Um, three nights away, four days of travel. I, I get that change of scenery. It's enough to recharge me for another four to six weeks. I'd rather take more of those four day trips than two long trips throughout the year. I just need that change of scenery. Um, you know, so same goes for March and April. Find those times that you, your families, and your friends can travel. Get it on the calendar way in advance for optimal options. It's hard to plan last minute if your trip will require flights and lodging. Um, <clears throat> just be, like I said, this is where being intentional about this and planning your year in advance at a minimum where you can get lodging booked and then come back in later and get your, your uh, flights booked. Super important um, in March and April. Once you get to May, June, and the rest of the summer months, um, for me at least, local short drives get a you know um, get you away. Uh, you know locally, you know it's you know people live um, in in Chicago and the Midwest and other parts of the country, Northeast, et cetera, that have you know difficult winters. We live for July, August, September. Um, again, that's why we live in Chicago. During that period of time, you can stay local, save your travel funds for those winter months and over the holidays. Okay, October is my favorite month of the year, and we have 
always love to create family experiences um, during that during that month. Um, you know, it's fun to go up and visit my daughter at the University of Wisconsin in October. You know, go to a football game, um, see her. Um, it's beautiful uh, here in the Midwest in October as well. So short trips during the summer and fall months, and then in November and December. You have to plan way in advance. And I, I will tell you that coming out of Christmas holiday or the holiday season this year, there's only there is one week in the year that our family, nobody is doing anything. And that's the day after Christmas through about January 2nd or 3rd. And I noticed that I missed a real opportunity this year because we were sitting around without a lot to do. And. Uh, I came out of it, you know, not happy with myself that I had not planned in advance. And it, it leads me to one of my tips here. Um, you know, I've got a few tips here for how to, how to do this. Um, and this is from, coming from me who has crashed and burned more than I would like to admit. And when I crash and burn, it is not pretty. Um, one of the things that, that we did is, um, I came out of that that week and I got a recommendation for a travel agent and that travel agent has helped us get some stuff scheduled for 2022 um, and I'm starting a profile with them so they know how we like to travel. You know, what's really, what's really the downside here? Um, let them do the research. They have access to opportunities that you might not and they know the places that you like to travel or you would like to travel once you've told them your your um, preferences just like hiring a real estate agent why would you not hire a travel agent um you know okay so i must say this call has really been focused on travel and i've spent a lot of time on my monday morning pep talks on creating boundaries and capacity in your business what I'm talking about today is not a replacement for building a highly evolved business that creates this capacity to focus on what you do best. You must continue to build a life that a business fits into, not the other way around. And I think that's the mistake that a lot of people do is they try to fit their life into their business instead of their business into their life. And that is major key step number one here. You've got to You've got to build travel into your budget, even if it depend. It doesn't matter what budget you're on. If your budget is tight, you just need to get more creative. Okay, the brokers and businesses that I personally respect the most are those where the broker makes attempts to put them and their families and friends first. It's not about the extravagance of the travel, but the level of effort that I see people putting into this. Again, it doesn't have to be long, extravagant vacations. It can be those short um, budget conscious trips that get you out of your um, environment, get, you know, allows you to, you know, have a little bit of a downtime so you can recharge and come back with more of you to get back to your clients. Take this annual planning process seriously. That's my tip number, tip number four. We go into each year thinking it will be different this year will be different. It doesn't change. It never changes. Okay. It's always going to be crazy. It's always going to be busy. It's just different. The different kind of, it's the different kind of crazy every year. 
Um, like I said, high performance requires one to recharge and you just have to take this seriously. Um, tip number five, set expectations with your family and friends. Okay, during these busy times of the year, being in this business is no joke. Plan and create experiences as a benefit to counteract the negatives that come along with being a broker. So, um, you know, I think I remember my wife was in public accounting. I just, the expectation was set for me that from about January through May, that it was going to, she's going to be working a lot. And we just knew that as part of our family. We took that, you know, we took it seriously. And um, uh, I had that expectation set going in. And um, I think that that's important that we continue to communicate with our family and friends about that this period of time that is the spring market or whatever market is busy for your, for your market. Um, set that expectation with your family and then, then really celebrate your success with the travel and the downtime. Okay. Super important. Um, number seven, make it part of your vision to purchase a property in a market that you can get to quickly, rent it out and keep it for yourself for strategic weekends or weeks. Um, this Michigan property uh, that we have that started out as an investment. We loved it so much, wanted to have access to it that we turned it into our second home. We worked it, worked through it with our accountant um, to make sure that we were uh, uh, hitting all the IRS rules related to this. We know what the expectations are there now if we were to go sell it. But what I would say is that that is that is a real opportunity if you can if you're looking at buying a property, buy a property or investment property in a market that you can get to relatively quick and and then use it as an Airbnb or short-term rental or whatever you might be able to do the rest of the year. Um, but that has been a huge thing for us, so much for us that it's taken care of pretty much May through <clears throat> October for us as our ability to get away. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, number eight, when traveling. Also, identify a location or locations that are comfortable. This decreases the amount of time that it takes to unwind. Okay, so if you've got your go-to travel locations, um, just get them booked in advance, like I mentioned earlier. But it does take you a lot less time to find out the, you know, where you're at, um, less time to get comfortable, etc., and takes you less time to unwind. Number nine. Your clients deserve the best version of you. Um, you've got to find a way to build your business that you can get it done in 50 hours a week. After that, you lose effectiveness. Okay? Um, that is the number. That is the number. If you start getting up way above that, you are short on capacity. Okay? All right. Um, by planning your travel and downtime in advance, you are giving yourself something to look forward to, which is maybe one of the most under, underestimated value of planning. Now, the average person, you know, will travel, will, will work, get burnout and say, I got to get away and then they'll plan it. And it's probably a couple more weeks. But if you've got everything set up in advance, you can sprint and celebrate, meaning Okay, t okay, family, okay, friends, I'm going to work my tail off up until this date, and then we are going to take three, four days 
celebrate and come back. You're coming back recharged and then you're doing it again. You're sprinting and celebrating to your next vacation or planned um, time away or planned downtime. That is, like I said, the most underestimated part of, you know, being intentional about planning is it gives you um, a point to look forward to, a point to look forward to. And you're going to spend the same amount of money, probably less because you're getting in. If you're planning, you're probably getting the better rates. You're getting the better airline tickets, et cetera. You're getting um, better flight options. Okay. So why wouldn't you just plan in advance so you could take advantage of all of this? Um, <clears throat> I was going to make this a shorter episode, um, <laughs> you know, uh, because I am traveling this weekend. And But as I started to write um, here, as I'm in, like I said, as I'm in Key, Key Biscayne over President's Day weekend, I say that because I'm just I'm wanting you to know that I'm practicing what I preach here. Um, I realize that I get, if I get burnout, it's not good. I did January, February, March, and April for me are really tough months to get through because of the weather. I've got some seasonal stuff that I, I deal with like everybody else. Right. And I have found that those are the months that I really got to put a lot of focus into, um, as it relates to travel and getting away. Um, like I said, I meant for this to be a shorter call, but the longer, the more I started to write, the more ideas that kept coming up. And I think you'll see that it, it ties right into my battle cry, happy agents sell more real estate. So, you know, I have a lot of important thoughts on this topic. Please, 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 please take me seriously on this. Taking care of yourself does not mean you'll make less money. In fact, you'll probably be more successful in every category of your life, especially your health and relationships. Okay. And all it takes is a little intention, a little planning up front and scheduling out your year based on your business rhythms and being strategic about it and getting it on the calendar, get some help, hire a travel agent, start a profile so they know where you like to stay. Um, and, um, cannot tell you how important this is. And uh, just even after three days, three nights being away, heading back later today, and I will be recharged and ready to go until again, I travel again next month. Um, and like I said, uh, January, February, March, and April, if I can get through those four months, you know, there's a lot of the options open up for us. So anyway, I've got to get going here. Um, Amy and Lizzie are up and ready to start the day here. So um, I am going to get moving. So thank you so much. Talk to you live again next week. And uh, have a wonderful week, team. Thank you so much. Bye.